Hello, everyone, and welcome to the CS School podcast brought to you by Customer Success Collective. My name's Grace Gupta. I'm the content lead at CSC and the host of this podcast. Now, this is the podcast where we speak with CS professionals from all over the world. We learn about the hottest topics currently in customer success and really try to strip them back to basics and discover how we can best apply these strategies. If customer advocacy, value realization, and customer satisfaction is your game, you've come to the right place. And you're in for a real treat with this episode, as I'm joined by Alex Turkovich, Director of Adoption Programs at Snow Software. And we're going to be talking all about demystifying digital customer success. As you'll all know, digital customer success is a complex beast, from the balance of tech touch and human touch to the evolution towards AI and automation. There's really a lot to get to grips with. As Director of Adoption Programs at Snow Software, Alex combines digital strategies and education programs to ensure optimal engagement. And also get this, we've got a fellow podcaster on our pod. No pressure here. Alex is the host of an exceptional podcast, the Digital Customer Success Podcast, where he explores the aspects of world-class digital CX. If you haven't already listened, do go and check it out. You're in for a real treat. But for now, let's hear it for the man himself and let's dive right into this episode. Hey, Alex. Thank you so much for joining me on the CS School podcast. I'm so excited to have you on the episode. How are you doing? It's great to have you. Uh, sorry, great to be here. Wrong <laughs> sentence. See, I'm used to saying that because I'm a, you know, a podcast myself. And so of it's like course. this is a role reversal. So it's super cool. <laughs> uh, I'm doing well. Thank you. And I, uh, I am chuffed to bits to be here, as you say. Oh, exactly. Very, very British thing. No, absolutely. No, I'm absolutely chuffed to have you. It's um really exciting, especially as we've, I don't think I've ever had anybody on the podcast before who also hosts their own podcast. So I think hmm. I've got a sneaking suspicion we're in for a good one today. <laughs> no pressure. Let's hope so. Um, yeah, not but, <laughs> no, but I'm really excited to have you on um, because we are talking about your podcast, the Digital Customer Success Podcast. Um, and it would be, I think it would be really amiss to not, this episode, not to be talking about digital customer success. So that is what we're doing. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to be demystifying digital customer success. Um, and I think we're going to go into loads, 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 loads. And I think any listeners will be, have, yeah just a vast array of uh, takeaways from them. So, um, but before we get started... Let's hope so. Oh, no, I'm sure, I'm sure. Before we get started, though, I'd really, um, I think for any listeners who perhaps don't know who you are, could you explain your role at Snow Software and, uh, yeah, your customer success career today and, yeah, a little bit about your own podcast? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, so, you know, I've been uh, leading the digital customer success and education customer education function at Snow Software for... Oh, going on three years, two and a half years or so. Um, and it's it's interesting because in that time, we've seen kind of the definition of digital CS morph a little bit. So it's been fun to have a front row seat to that. Um, you know, prior to that, I, you know, I, I first cut my teeth uh, in the music industry, believe it or not. I was an audio engineer for a while and made records in Nashville. Sounds way better than it is. Um you know, I, I I spend a lot of time in learning development, customer facing education, professional services, leadership roles, and and just kind of I'm I'm a little bit of a you know of, of a mutt, I suppose you could say. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I just you know it, the digital 
CS realm was a perfect marriage for me of all the things that I liked about enablement and helping people to do things better than they did the day before. Um, and just kind of like the technical aspects of it and the automation aspects of it. So it's a good marriage for me. And yeah, I guess six, seven, eight months ago, I started the Digital CS podcast. Um, and uh, it's it's been great. It's kind of taken on a life of its own. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, a really varied background by the sounds of it. The music industry, mm -hmm. I'm quite, <laughs> I don't want to linger on that too much, but tell me a little bit more about that. I mean, um, you know, for the first 25 years of my life, I was, cons I was, I was like, hey, I'm a musician. I do this for a living. Oh, which, amazing. You know, most musicians don't do it for a living and I didn't either. Um, but I, you know, I went to music school. Um, I, I was a drummer and percussionist and I studied audio engineering and then lived in Nashville for a few years where, um, you know, worked in various studios. And that's also where I'm, you know, met my wife and she was in the industry and we both kind oh. of got sick of it around the same time and decided to exit. So. <laughs> oh, no, thank Such an, such an interesting background. I just love talking mm. to CS folks and hearing about the, the, the diverse and, uh, you know, just the sheer variety in the backgrounds. Yeah, I love it. There's nobody who has a straight line into CS, unless you're like super young and just getting into that's into, the thing. Absolutely, pro life now. <laughs> no, I completely agree. Well, I think shall we dive right in because I think talking yeah. about digital customer success when we um, when we were discussing the possibilities for this episode, um, mm -hmm. you know, I've done a lot of research about it. I think it's viewed as like slightly complex. Um, and there are lots of misconceptions about what it is um, and what it isn't. Um, so, Alex, would you be able to, to, I think, just to kick this episode off uh, properly uh, and start on a nice even keel, could you perhaps um, explain to me and the listeners why there is a perception that digital CS is, is really complicated um, and kind of, I guess, the work you're doing at Snow Software and the conversations you might have had on your own podcast, how how we how we're going about to demystify it? You know, it is it is a bit of a black box. Like a lot of people assign the term of digital CS to something that is like automatically going to solve a bunch of problems that you have in your customer journey, and it's like this thing you install and they're and are and are done with. And, I, and you know, I'm I'm glad that that's kind of changing a little bit now where you're you're getting into a little bit more of the detail of what you know digital cs actually is in the industry um and put very simply um you know it, it is about engaging a customer at the right time and the right persona at the right time to help customers along their customer journey and and, and get to their outcomes um and it's also about you know what kind of internal efficiencies that you can build into your team and to you know, to make your CSMs more effective and those kinds of things. So, you know, in a lot of ways, digital CS is nothing more than just you know a a, a part of your overall strategy to get your customers on the right path, whether it's with a, a CSM and you know and a one-to-one -one relationship or email campaigns or in-app guidance or whatever it is, like it's, it's all just part of the, the strategy um, of, of helping your customers, you know, succeed. Um, so, so a lot of people really try to overcomplicate it, but at the end of the day, guess what? If you're doing an email campaign, you're doing digital CS. Um, right. If you've built a template out for your QBR, 
It's, I guess you could consider that as digital CS. And that's also where the overlap between like digital CS and like operations exists a lot because a lot of CS operations people are digital CS people. No, it's fascinating. Thank you so much, Felix. Yeah, that really helps to sort of put it in perspective, I guess. Um, and I think when we're talking about digital CS and like you mentioned all the different facets, like whether you're building an email campaign, et cetera, mm-hmm. um, you know, there are lots of, um, I guess in today's world, there are lots of digital tools which are in like, you know, enable CSMs to really hit, uh, really really get at reach there's many customers as possible and you know um and you know in terms of scaling it's there's an incredible amount of resources out there um but i guess my question is and this is something that i think i end up talking about quite quite a lot when i speak to cs professionals and when i'm reading about customer success um is this balance this balance between um this sort of human human element of customer success which is undeniable mm-hmm. um you know you're an empath you're you've you're incredible at customer relationship management and i guess the other side which is you really yeah. need to be able to be incredibly strong with your data analysis you need to be able to use these tech you know it's it's not one or the other so when i speak to csms a lot there's a huge um one thing that comes up a lot is there's like trying to work out this balance um mm-hmm. And I'm quite curious to know whether you see it as like a 50-50 balance or whether you see it as, or, or really actually, and that's maybe not that question, but maybe more so, what tools um, do you think are effective in kind of harmonizing, harmonizing, <laughs> balancing, <laughs> that was a- Harmonizing. Harmonizing, yeah. there we go. I still don't think I said it then. <laughs> uh, nope. Creating that, no, uh, creating that balance between the sort of tech and human sides of customer success. Yeah which are obviously so crucial, like you said, to digital CS strategies? Um, I've given this a lot of thought, um, obviously. I mean, hopefully. And um, it's an interesting thing because I think there still exists this notion that it's either or. Mm. Um, And I don't think that is necessarily the best way to look at it because... I think any good digital strategy is going to have a human associated with it at some point and vice versa. I think any good human or CSM strategy should have some element of digital included in it because at the end of the day, you know, we want to help our customers in the most efficient straight line path possible, you know? And so if you look at a digital motion, let's one example I use a lot is like your survey you know, post survey response strategy, mm-hmm. where, you know, a lot of surveys have a splash page at the end, maybe, and maybe an acknowledgement email that goes out afterwards. You know, that's great. That's a, that's a pure 100% digital strategy, right? My opinion is, um, if, if you're going to do a survey, and you're going to ask your customers for feedback, you should respond to those customers um, with an actual human, you know, whether that is an email, whether that's a, a phone call or something like that, acknowledging the feedback, whether positive or negative. Um, and so I think that is one example of where, you know, your digital strategy helps you kind of to remove the mundane, like the everyday mm-hmm. activities, the the 
click and repeat activities yeah. that you don't want your CSMs doing, and then focuses your CSMs or whoever is responding on those high value, um, you know, conversations. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think that is where a successful digital strategy works the best is where, you know, you're not only helping your customers with some digital engagement, but you're helping your CSMs to like, you know, be as effective and as human as possible without, you know, mm. having to send the same email 50 times. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so interesting to me because I hadn't really had it framed in that way before. Like from what you're saying, it sounds like that's sort of the sort of tech touch aspect, the digital mm -hmm. aspect is really all about enablement um, and enablement of mm -hmm. customer success teams rather than one or the other. I think, I think I think you know you're right because there is a danger I think of people just looking to looking at things in too much of a binary way like it is fifty percent this fifty percent that and it's much more yeah. by the way you're saying it's much more interconnected. It's a big yeah it's a big part of it I think you know sure there are things that can be hundred percent digital and there are things that should be hundred percent digital um, but you know where you identify those points along your customer journey where it is imperative that a human reach out reaches out let's say logins plummet or you know uh, or celebrating successes a user does something that is um, that that you know we know is a positive activity in your product um there's no reason why we can't celebrate those things as well we we tend to focus our digital strategy on like intervention and alerting when something goes wrong but i think um we should also do a lot of like alerting around things that go right no absolutely that, that sounds absolutely spot on um and i think as i think particularly as we're you know we're recording this at the end of 2023 this year has been, I don't know, automation and sort of generative AI have been all anyone can talk about. Um, yeah. And that's I sort of, as we, whenever I speak to people sort of the end of the year and I've you know, been to events and I uh, chat to people, what do you think are the big trends? It's going to be, it's always AI. Um, so yeah. I'm quite keen to know um, with the introduction of autumn, you know, the, well, Automation has been going around for ages, but, you know, mm -hmm. more and more, we're seeing more and more process, processes in all departments, you know, whether it's sales, marketing, but specifically we're talking about CS. Um, yeah. You know, with the introduction of these processes, um, you know, so customer success, as we know, it is evolving. Like if you were to look at customer success back in 2013, it probably looked very different from how it is today. So I'm quite keen to know um, how do you think especially as someone in your position um, at your role. And you also talk to loads of customer success professionals of all different, you know, seniority. What I'm quite keen to know your insights on how these technological advancements, how you've seen them to transform the field, particularly in the last few years. I mean, you know, if, if, uh, look, generative AI is all over the place. Right. And a lot of people like, Tune out as soon as that topic comes up, just mm. because it's everywhere. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, there's no, uh, there's no kind of, you know, turning away from it. There's the the fact is that a lot of really smart people are working really hard on generative AI platforms and solutions that are going to do some really amazing things. And I say going to because I don't think. 
you know, I don't think we're using it effectively. I don't think we're thinking about it effectively on on mass right now. Um, you know, I, I think the the basic use cases are starting to creep in. So, you know, for instance, um, you know, meeting summaries and account summaries and those kinds of things are excellent uses of generative AI. And there's a lot of platforms like you know, Gainsight has started to launch some AI features or, you know, you've got our, our friends at Update AI, which are, you know, doing some great things in terms of, you know, meeting summaries and, and data around that. But I think we're just scratching the surface. I think, I think um, you know, the, the other thing too is I, I am keenly aware that there's this perception, especially among CSMs, where, you know, the, the perception is like, hey, this stuff is going to... Uh, you know, take my job and this mm -hmm. stuff is going to like replace me at some point. And I'm sorry if, if you spent any time on, you know, chat GPT or whatever, and you read some of the outputs that are there, I, you know, I don't trust, I don't trust putting a, a generative AI bot in front of a customer unless I, I specifically say, Hey, look, this is a bot. If you want to talk to, you can still talk to a human if you want to. Right. Um, but that that said, I think generative AI is at least right now and in the near future the ultimate um, deflection point. And I think that's really where um, the power of it lies in the next year or so, which is to say that you know the things that you're answering twenty times a day, let's have generative AI take those things. Mm -hmm. You know, let's incorporate that more into our tech stack. Um, and, but but then also use it internally to give you a rundown of what a customer has been engaging with. Have they been engaging with certain bits of content on your community or, you know, or taken certain courses in your LMS? You know, what have they chatted with the bot about? Give you a summary of that so that you can go into your next customer conversation and say, hey, look, you might be struggling with X, Y, Z. How can I help you? You know, mm. that's where the tools like that are are going to again bolster the human um and and make it to where you as a csm can have those like super human and effective and value add conversations that you you don't where you you know today where you might not even know that stuff is happening with your customer no thank you so much for that because i think yeah like like you said i think it boils down to enablement and yeah. really making the best use of your time and not relying on it wholly because also the point where you said about putting a uh, like a chatbot in front of a customer and it's like you said chat gpt is unreliable some of the stuff comes mm -hmm. out is actually like it's amazing it's how like confident it sounds too like yeah. it's like it, i've had it give me blatantly wrong information in the most confident and authoritarian tone the audacity ever. and i'm like oh <laughs> uh, no honestly honestly completely agree but again like the i mean i've spoken to quite a few people um uh, at our uh, custom success festival in london and there are you know people talking about the eventual case of actual like sort of virtual CSMs that are all generally mm -hmm. done by AI. Um, but again, to get to a point, obviously they'd have to go through vigorous tests, but to get to a point to do that, it has to be absolutely, you know, completely yeah. faultless because the, imagine like breaking down all that trust. You take the amount of, time, amount of time it takes to build up trust with a customer and then something really sloppy. I don't know. I feel like there's, <laughs> there's, there's reason to be cautious. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, look, so, um, you know, cast app is, is, is an amazing example of a, a technology that exists right now. And then I'm actually a huge fan of, you know, it's, it is basically a digital customer success manager, but it bills itself as a digital customer success manager in that it is virtual. It's obvious that it's virtual. There's no human behind it. And I think, I think it's okay if you if you if you present those kinds of things to your customers because they do present a massive amount of value. I think where you run into issues is like, you know, trying to ghostlight as a real human, but you're mm. not a real human. That's that's where it's like not cool. <laughs> yeah, that's when the ethics the the ethics of it like get slightly mm-hmm. murky, and you kind of really run the risk of destabilizing all of the yeah. good work not even just the customer success team's good work but everything that's been done marketing mm-hmm. sales you know um but yeah so shifting focus slightly um mm-hmm. i um yeah i kind of wanted to sort of think about what i like to do in the podcast is sort of think about actually really actionable things that csms can listening can take away um yeah. so think about sort of in you know sort of yeah individual contributors or you know customer success managers particularly in um you know smaller organizations what advice would you give to them about incorporating uh sort of digital tools uh into their workflow to you know for, you know almost like best enablement practices yeah i love this topic because it is often overlooked it is like you know back to our earlier point it's like do you have somebody doing digital and ops or do you not? And and I don't think that's the point. I think the point is like, you know, how how are your CSMs thinking about things? And, and what is the CSM doing on a daily basis that maybe they shouldn't be doing? Because I think any leader will pinpoint those things, you know, for like mm. a digital program. But to your to your actual question about, you know, the, the CSM's individual involvement in digital strategy. Again, if if you've built a template, you know, that's that's essentially digital. If you've got some some email templates that you're working on, I think that is digital. And I think I think that um, you know, one of the things where CSMs can really band together and help each other is, hey, look, I've got this thing that I send to my customer all the time and it works really well. And kind of that knowledge best practice sharing across teams is is absolutely vital. And in the absence of somebody owning those things, I think, you know, CSMs can, uh, can really take those things and, and, and help each other build efficiencies throughout their processes. Um, I think another, another one too, you know, again, in the absence of a larger org where you have an ops function is, you know, really try and partner with your, your marketing teams, Mm. um, uh, and, and your product teams. Because at the end of the day, they are also communicating with customers in one way or another. Um, and they might have a mechanism to do some of the things that you might not have a mechanism to do and vice versa. So I think, um, you know, for smaller teams, it should theoretically be a lot easier to work cross-functionally and to kind of partner around some of these, you know, some of these flows, because if you don't have, you know, a customer success platform or any kind of automation platform, guess what your marketing org does because marketing orgs do email automation all day, all night, you know? So I think it's, I think the big thing for a CSM is, especially in smaller orgs is figure out what tools you have around you, figure out what free tools exist, like Loom and all that kind of fun stuff. And, and, 
and just use those resources. Don't it, it, it's, it's goes into mindset around, Hey, you know, we, we can't do this, but what can we do? No, I can honestly, when you said the fact that people ask about, uh, do you have a, an ops role? Do you have an enablement role? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I think I've definitely been guilty of talking about that before. Um, but that's not the right question to be asking. It's actually trying, it should be asking what are people, how can people, how can CSMs yeah. do, do that, do that, perform that function without, right. yeah, absolutely. And and if you do have an ops person or if you do have a digital person, guess what? They're going to be your best friend if you feed them stuff like this. Uh, you know, firsthand experience. Like I get, you know, the most valuable kind of flows and things that we've implemented um, at Snow have come from CSMs. Say, hey, like I'm doing this. It works really well. Can we automate it? I'm like, yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um and I think something I really wanted to pick your brains about, really, and so pick your brains is a long phrase because it's such a big topic. But this is um, when we talk about sort of digital, digital CS. I think inevitably, I think we're going to be talking about sort of segmentation and sort of high touch and digital mm -hmm. tools. And again, back to I think what we originally what we spoke about before. You know how. It, um, CS isn't just one or the other between, you know, the sort of human empathy side and the sort of tech side. Right. But when we talk about sort of your white glove clients, you know, your, your high touch, the ones that have a dedicated CSM, the high value ones, and then you associate mm -hmm. perhaps more tech, tech touch with, uh, you know, your lower value cus customers, the ones that, can, you know, things can be automated a bit more. That's kind of the, in the way that things have been uh, positioned. Um, sure. But more and more i'm hearing people talking about how to how to um achieve sort of high touch at scale with digital mm -hmm. tools and i think it's a really thought provoking uh take on the future of custom success so i was quite curious you know what kind of conversations you've had with uh you know uh your colleagues and uh, you know peers like what strategies you can sort of start for particularly for i guess a, t a team that haven't you know would quite like to to tackle this but not entirely sure like what is the best way how do i go about this um yeah to, to deliver that high touch customer service uh at scale yeah sure i i mean um it's interesting because we've definitely been on a journey as an industry uh mm -hmm. when it comes to quote-unquote digital or quote-unquote yeah. tech touch um and you know which is to say that a few years ago it was very common to like have a strategy that was specific to a certain segment of customers because you didn't have a CSM engaged and i know over the last you know year or so that has evolved especially you know gainsight at pulse last year went hard on um you know uh digital is not a segment is a strategy and i think that's absolutely correct but that's not to say that digital shouldn't incorporate strategy or incorporate segmentation because at the end of the day, you're going to modify your digital kind of engagements based on, um, for instance, whether there's a CSM engaged or not, right? So one example I like to give here is your basic email flow. If you're sending some sort of, I don't know, product update email or whatnot for customers that don't have a CSM engaged on the account, yeah, you're going to automatically send that. It's going to go out to your champions or your admins or whoever. Um, and, you know, hopefully some kind of mechanism for them to feedback. Um, end of story. 
With a CSM engaged, though, what I like to do is, is program those things in a way to where the email actually goes out via the CSM, whether it's automated with the CSM signature on there and the return address on there, or you know, we might give the CSM an opportunity to take that email intended for that customer, modify it based on what they know about the customer and their information mm. you know, that they have and the, the context that they have about the customer, and then send that email. But we're, we're using that digital flow and injecting the human element into it um, and, and, you know, everybody wins customer, you know, gets a little bit more personalized communication CSM wins because they didn't have to go write the email and they got prompted to do it and didn't have to remember to do it and all that kind of stuff. Right. So I think, um, to your question of kind of high touch, um, at scale, um, sure. Digital is going to help you, you know, uh, cover your kind of lower segments, your, you you're historically underserved segments mm-hmm. um you know with with more ease but also to our earlier point your digital strategy should help make that high touch engagement easier and more relevant um full stop perfect brilliant thank you so much for sharing that that's um, i think it's going to be super useful for anyone listening um i also um sort of drawing to a close a little bit but this yep. is something that I absolutely love that you wrote you uh, published an article recently um and something I read before but pre- preparing for this episode you you refer to it as the digital customer success sweet spot um yeah. I'd love for you to tell our listeners more about this because and why do you believe it's crucial for a digital customer success program this is something uh, um, I love this yeah Sure. Yeah. I mean, one of the one of the problems with digital CS is that, and I've said this before in other places, but I think it is the the one function that literally has the most variability of any other function because you're dealing with data from all over the place and different tools and different customers and products and internal audience and external. I like the variables just go on and on and on and on. The reason why I bring that up is because it it can be very hard to build a digital program in a templated fashion. In other words, you can't take a digital program that you built at company X and install it exactly the same at company Y because the variables are all different. And so in thinking through that, um, it, it became obvious to me that, hey, look, there, there are some commonalities of a healthy digital program um, from a foundation level up. And to me, that's this digital CS sweet spot. I'm, you know, we can link to the article or whatever, but um, essentially it is the, the, that sweet spot and picture a Venn diagram with C- three circles, right? It's that combination between a well thought out customer journey, um, a healthy-ish data set, and I say healthy-ish because there is no such thing as a completely healthy data set, but you need to know who your customers are and, you know, uh, who your personas are and and kind of, you know, have the, the context around that in your data um, combined with automation. If you, if you have those three things relatively well, well laid out, from a foundational perspective, then anything you build on top of that will benefit from really focusing on those three um, to begin with. 
Oh, that's brilliant. Thank you so much. And I will definitely, definitely link out to that article in the show notes because it's a fantastic read and it's really great. The, particularly the Venn diagram is a great visualizer uh, for anyone you know, wanting to know what that sweet spot is. So you love a good Venn diagram, right? Oh, they'll go nuts for it, Alex. Honestly, honestly. <laughs> um, no, no, it's 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 a it's a real it's a real uh, corker. Hmm, is that the right word? Um, <laughs> anyway, well, before I stop blabbering around, but but before you we almost wrap- made me spit out my water just now. <laughs> Oh, no, I was going to save, save it for the blooper reel. Um, but before we wrap up, um, I am so excited to announce this, but you are speaking at uh, uh, the upcoming uh, Customer Success Festival in Austin. Mm-hmm. On It's the it's February the 14th and 15th. Um, would you mind giving our listeners a sneak peek of what to expect from your sessions um, and why they should consider attending this event at all? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I I love the collective events like they're, you know, they they always seem to kind of hit the mark. Um, And and the fact that they're, you know, so regionally distributed means that, you know, you can have like that globe, truly global influence. And and obviously love that it's in Austin because that's where I live and I only have to drive like 40 minutes to get there. (laughs) Um, That said, um, it is, I'm going to be focused on the, a topic that we actually spoke about a little bit earlier, which is that that um, that magical combination of machine and human. Um, so, you know, combining your digital strategies with humans. And so spending a lot of time on kind of the foundations of that, but then also getting into like a lot of practical examples of what that looks like in the real world. Um, so that hopefully, hopefully if you attend that, um, that session, it'll give you some insight into, you know, things that you can go do um, to help your humans and your machines interact. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fantastic. I know it's going to be, I mean, particularly like I want to learn, I want to know more about that, that, that magical combination. Um, so anyone who's anyone who's slightly perhaps in the Austin area um, and the, they themselves have been wondering, you know, where, to, how to, how to sort of navigate that, get yourself down to the customer success festival. Um, they're fantastic. I'm not just saying that they are just genuine and there's just a great bunch of people there as well. So um, yeah. loads of networking opportunities. So, but yeah, Oh, I'm exactly. afraid. I'm afraid we've kind of run, run out of time, Alex, but it's been an we absolute- did well. Yeah. Done very well it's been an absolute pleasure uh having you on the show um and uh, yeah i can't wait to can't wait to watch the footage of your uh your session at austin it's going to be fantastic um mm-hmm. but thank you yeah your insights into digital digital cs are you know unparalleled so and i'm sure our listeners uh i'm sure our listeners have got a lot from this uh our, our conversation so thank you very much yeah thanks for having me it was a, it was my pleasure and um you know it's always fun rapping about digital so i can do it all day Oh, no, we'll have to get you back onto the pod. You've been an absolute dream guest. Thank you so much, Alex. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check out our other episodes and go to the customersuccesscollective.com for even more customer success related content. You can also join our global community on Slack and you can find the link to that on the CSC website. But until then, see you next time.